The following podcast contains spoilers. This is the Bunzarelli Show. I'm Joe. I don't think I realize uh, the importance of what this show is actually doing, and I'll get into it more. But first, I want to introduce uh, my brother, Bob. Join me, Bob. Hey. This show had a lot of things going on. Uh, what were your thoughts about it? How'd you feel watching it? Oh, man, it was it was it was great. And it was um, it, it was just full on Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like I was just in it. Just, you know, it's just 100 percent. There was, was no side story. It wasn't a cool cameo. I was like, yeah. wow, we are we are going. And it was it was great. The, we know what the heart and show of this episode is. So I really wanted to start there and we could just start touching upon the other things. But um, I thought about it the first time, how intense it was. And then I got some time to think on it and sit on it. And I'm, I'm realizing what makes it so great is if you didn't have what we just saw happen, if you go from now, George Lucas made, you know, the prequels after A New Hope. Right. So to go great. from to go from episode three of Anakin getting his legs chopped off to A New Hope where he's just like only a master of evil, Darth. You know what I'm saying? There's, you don't realize it till you see it. There's a lot of stuff that needs to happen between these two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's happening now. And I'm talking about Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. But I'm saying, like, they both got a lot they need to get out of their system to get to the place they were at yeah. in New Hope. I mean, Vader's anger and Obi-Wan's, like, fear of, oh, my God, what did I do to this guy? I mean, that, that's what was coming out. It was it was intense. Yeah, the the fear of him and um, the fear of him before he even seen what he was, how bad he got. Yeah, just feeling just his presence. Fear of him already. Just yeah, just feeling his presence. And he first seen him, and he was like terrified. Yeah, and it was almost to the point. I'm like, wow, like you know, he really wasn't out here. He's really super terrified. Yeah. And then you know, is you know, I didn't again. Kind of wish I'd watched the movies because it did end with him being pretty bad. Yeah. At, at the end of it, you know. But you're like, okay, well, he's scared, but he's a little over the top. And then he starts, Vader starts just kicking butt. Worse, yeah, you know, worse than I've ever seen him before in the movies. You know, it was pretty, uh, he came out, he was full on scary, you know, coming out. And that's the first time I seen him, you know, the, the other show where he, he had the cameo. Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, that show. Yeah, Rogue One. Thank you. Yeah, that hallway scene, that was pretty intense too. And it, and it was more of that. That was, it was cool. He's got that raw anger and that determination for Obi-Wan. You know, I think by the time of Rogue One, because Rogue One is, you know, pretty much right at the start of A New Hope. So I think Vader is more, like, settled. And it's going to be interesting to see if the story resolves how these guys get to where they're going to go. But he moved great and he looked great. I mean, he looked like straight up at A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was funny. I think we touched on it a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. Is um how he was awkward at first in the suit, which made sense. Yeah, because he just got put into it. You know, and we mm-hmm. always talk about um Obi Wan being ten years older, but you know, I hadn't thought so much like oh Vader's sort of I don't know that's it. You know, at his prime because like he's been he's ten years or eight years or whatever it is, ten years going and getting used to it. So yeah. I didn't think so much like oh okay let's see how he excelled. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't so hands on all the time in the first movies, like from back in the seventies, you know, we just saw yeah. like, he probably didn't have a whole lot of screen time. He would just walk in, snap a neck and then 
and then disappear. You know what I mean? So, but to see him now, he, you know, cause he had to get to that point to where he didn't have to do all that stuff. So I think we're going to see more Vader. Well, we're already seeing more Vader now than we've seen in, in the movies before. Yeah, and he's like it, it kind of showed like he's he's powerful, but he's still like he's limited. Like you could see he's not flipping around, you know what I mean? And it's it it you know, it answers itself. I mean, he's got robot legs and he's basically like walking around <laughs> chasing Obi-Wan, you know what I mean? He's like the world's slowest yeah. car chase, but like his power and just how he's overpowering Obi-Wan partly probably because of, you know, just Obi-Wan shutting himself away from the Force and I got something with that, too, because I think it goes down to um, Leia said something to Obi-Wan, like, what's the force feel like? And Obi-Wan said something to the effect of, have you ever been afraid of the dark? What's it feel like when the lights go on? Right. I think for. Yeah, I think Obi-Wan's had the lights off for too long that he's not even trying to do it. He's just it's just it's been so long. It's like you said, it's like a muscle you work out. You know what I'm saying? And he's just also yeah. overwhelmed by what's going on. Um, I think the fact that he got uh, Vader wiped the floor with him, but I think that little pause, I feel like Qui-Gon's coming very soon, like next oh, yeah. episode soon. I think it's going to be with him being like knocked down a peg, kind of like um, Luke when Luke was uh, in the ice on Hoth after he escaped that uh, thing that was trying to eat him. And he was like falling in the snow, and that's where Obi Wan came to Luke, and he goes, "You must go to the yeah. Dagobah system." I think it's going to be that kind of thing. Like at his weakest point is where Qui Gon's going to reach out to him. But um, yeah, back to the fight, Vader straight up dragging him through the fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, oh man, that was something. That was yeah. brutal. Oh, I mean, yeah, because he, he's just yeah, it was brutal. And because you see, you know, them going up, they they showed you how Ben was. You know, they played him up like such an old man, which he's our age, which a little hurtful. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, they called him grandpa the whole time and, yeah. and everything like that. And then you see Vader and it's like, wow, this is a mismatch. And Vader just, yeah, put it to him. But, but you know what that brings up too before you get past it is um, that was reminiscent of the movies from the 70s. Yes. Was how, right, where, um, where, where, the, where he first sees him and like the fear and it had like that nightmarish quality to it you know what i mean it, it reminded me of luke um having the nightmares about him for some, oh for, for whatever reason oh about vader like in the, in the tree and everything yeah, yeah yeah for some reason it brought me back to that where it was like you know i don't know they, they something was shot similar to it maybe if it's not that scene it was something else but i know that when they met up there it was very it was very familiar feeling yeah well there was one couple thing i noticed one of the things even though it wasn't the exact same movements but it's kind of like they were standing in the same positions that they were in a new hope, not like exactly, but just like their positions on the screen. It was like the same yeah. thing. Like Obi Wan was in the right corner, as an you know the uh, Alec Guinness Obi Wan when he comes upon Vader. Yeah, that's definitely intentional. You know, they they they've been real cool about stuff like that where it's like it's not a shot for shot thing. Yeah, but it's like a tribute type thing. You know what I mean? I, I like how they've been doing that because it's like a nod for us. You know, or me and you can enjoy it, but it isn't something like, oh, they're just, you know, it's just going to be a shot or a remake. Speaking of which, there was a scene I forgot to mention. I think it was it was actually from episode one. The scene where uh, Reva is uh, calling out to Obi-Wan and says like, oh, you don't know he's been looking for you. 
and Ben's got his back and he's just listening and you're seeing that expression when he goes, you know, Anakin's still alive. Yeah. It reminds me of the scene where Darth Vader is talking to Luke and Luke is hiding and he goes, oh, so you have a twin sister. If you will not come to the dark side, perhaps she will. It was like that same thing. You just see Luke just hiding in the shadows. Yeah. thinking. So I think that too, it was just like, uh, it wasn't the exact same thing, but it was a parallel. Remind me of that. I don't know how yeah. much that was thought out. Yeah, watch, yeah, watching his face just sort of drop. I tell you what uh, surprised me was James Earl. So James Earl Jones was doing the voice, obviously, but I had had it in my head for a second that I thought maybe they went digital because people had noticed and pointed out, not that people were going to complain, like God bless the guy, but like, in Rogue One, I don't know how well you remember, but he had a very, like, you could tell he was older. Like, you know, James Earl Jones is like, is like I, he's in the area of 80, and you could hear it in his voice in Rogue One. And for some reason, you didn't uh, hear yeah. it now. He doesn't sound like he did in Rogue One. So I had thought in my head, the same way they had the technology to uh, digitally make Mark Hamill's voice like they were saying in The Mandalorian I'd assume maybe they just digitally reproduced James Earl Jones but I saw him in the IMDB what they might have did and I wouldn't be surprised to find out is if there's a little bit of um, enhancement just to fix it up yeah I can see that but I tell you yeah, what, what, why not let him yeah let him oh yeah it can be done same as Mark you know what I mean you don't need Mark to help with the Luke stuff but if he's there he's gonna do it yeah, yeah make the transition and speaking of which I think what's very important just knowing because it doesn't need to be Hayden in that suit but just knowing that it's Hayden in the suit <laughs> like makes you start really making that connection that that Anakin is Darth Vader. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's Hayden, and there was actually a scene of him straight up, you know, seeing the vision of Anakin in the desert. That was freaking yeah, crazy. Was good. And that it was, was like good. just haunting Obi-Wan, which kind of preluded why Obi-Wan's reacting the way. He just thought he was done dealing with Anakin. Like, you know, this whole thing is just shocking him still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and me too. And you know what else it is too? Is that... um. How he's, Anakin's Anakin's been sitting on this anger for ten years. Yeah. So like Obi Wan's like trying to move on and move past it, and he's you know butchering his you know working at the factory, but you know yeah. nine to five, and and Anakin is just sitting there stewing over it and just getting angrier and angrier, which goes back to like Reva, right away with Reva, we seen like how last week we were saying, well how what what she you know. What's the whole motivation? Why she's so nutso? And then you see Vader yelling at her like he is, yeah, and telling her to get it done. And you're like, oh, okay, I can see why. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, I can see the motivation now. Yeah, and there's like a power vacuum happening with those Inquisitors too. Like they're like they're all yeah. trying to jump on that throne. I like Vader's interaction with her. Like all of it sounded like Vader. It was all very characteristic that I could believe. And I liked how with Obi Wan. The lit, there was like almost like a little thing said. It wasn't like a very big, the theological conversations they were having in episode three. You know what I'm saying? They've had that conversation about the empire, this and that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like it's it's yeah. it was natural reactions. Like, what are you? I am what you made me. You should have killed me when you had a chance. But it still it still made it like okay, I could believe Vader saying that, but I could believe Anakin saying that. Like cuz obviously Hayden saying those lines before James Earl overdubs them. 
So just knowing that he's in the costume makes it feel real. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely with you there. I'm, and, yeah. and I was actually surprised that they had James Earl Jones um, so early. I thought we'd be hearing him at first for some reason and then morph into it. Or I don't know. I, don't know, I haven't really put too much thought into it, but I just didn't expect just full on Darth Vader voice and all. Yeah. You know coming at him in uh the cartoon rebels they did something where ahsoka confronts vader for the first time and like she realizes vader was anakin she does something where she slashes his mask and then the guy that played the cartoon version of um anakin his name escapes me right now oh matt lantern so james earl jones voiced vader but his mask gets slashed and you hear like matt anakin's voice coming through the mask and it's a really yeah. cool, like, two-second scene. I think they might they might surprise us and do something like that, to that effect. Like, have Vader take off his oh, helmet yeah. and be like, look what you've done to me. And then you'll, you'll see Hayden and hear Hayden kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you got to. Yeah, we're going to hear him. I mean, you, you got the guy. Yeah. You got you to gotta pull him out. But you know what? They're going about it good because it was so hard to picture Hayden as Vader in those movies in, in in Hayden's movies. Yeah. But now it's like Vader first and then Hayden. And one thing we never mentioned too is that it kind of links up the one thing that where it ended in episode six where where Vader turns it around and kills the uh the Emperor and then he takes off his mask and he sees this white guy in this suit and it's like so shocking. You didn't expect yeah this guy. It's funny like you they're like they're like working their way towards it. It's like okay it's gonna take us you know three movies in a at a series to, to explain how this this guy got in there. Yeah. You know, it's going to take a lot of CGI, but we're going to get him there. And you can see like in the tank, he's starting to look like him. Like, oh, okay, it's starting to look like that English guy that they, yeah. they had in the suit in the, in the 70s. Well, yeah, because the scars are all healing starting up. to come together. Yeah, and he's also deprived of sunlight. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just natural. There's no way that any sun's touching him. Did you know... Um, and they did this in Rogue One, but you know where his castle, his castle's on Mustafar. Like straight up where Obi-Wan kicked his ass. His, really? Yeah, his castle. Oh, he just stayed there just sitting in, in anger? Yeah, and they showed that in Rogue <laughs> wow. One. They showed it in Rogue One and they never named a planet, but they showed it again here. And there's like different things. There's different stories that I don't know what exactly it's been touched on, but it's like either the Emperor made him stay there as a reminder, or he just did it himself just to stay angry or something to that effect. And I don't know if they're going to explain it or delve into it. But yeah, when in Rogue One opened up the door of the idea of like, okay, he's in a back to tank when he's not in the suit. And then they just took it to the next level and showed him getting put together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. just uh, did, you know, the whole scene and everything. I did notice one thing, very little flaw, didn't bother me, but it's just like, wait a minute, I watched it a second time, and it's like, they put his arms on, and then like the next scene, you see him put the chest plate on, but the arms are off. Like somebody mixed up a shot or something. <laughs> they got it, yeah, they go backwards. Yeah, it didn't take me yeah, out of the moment. Pick up the music right. Yeah. To... <laughs> somebody just remixed it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where does arms go? Yeah. It didn't take me out of the moment, but it is something I caught. Maybe I'm wrong, but I got to watch it again. No, one, uh, one thing that took me out of the moment was um, all right, so they're going, and the one guy that gives them a ride, that big Muppet. Yeah. I think it was Ralph. Who was awesome. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a full on Muppet throwback. Oh, Freck. Yeah. 70s. Yeah. That guy was great. Yeah. So, um, oh, so they knock him out, this big squid guy. They knock him out with a karate chop with the, with the gun. 
to the back of the neck. It's like, really? Like, I, I have a hard time believing that when you're hitting humans like that. But like this <laughs> giant alien, he, he has that same sweet spot that only exists in movies that you can just tap and go, and knock him out. <laughs> that was a little one. It took me out of it, but I let it slide because I was loving that guy so much. And yeah. I knew from the get-go he was going to, he was going to, flip like that too but it was still awesome yeah especially because he was a, <laughs> i tell you the, the tension in that car and just the way things were going i was waiting yeah. for obi-wan to do the um because it just felt like it was it felt like it was zeroing in on there but i was waiting for obi-wan to do the old like you don't need to ask about us like the old jedi mind trick <laughs> like something to that effect yeah. i was waiting him to pull it out instead he has the uh the conversation where he calls leia because she's going as luna calls her leia and then he says like oh reminds me of the mother now, here's my thing with this Leia thing. I like Leia. I like the kid. I like the actress. It's not anything that's... Yeah. But they're really playing it very close to the vest. Like, they're, like, really just, like... She's asking a little too many questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, like, to like yeah. get her to where she needs to be in a new hope. Like, you know, like, don't... let's uh, You know, you guys are doing great, but just... And once again, you got to assume that everybody knows what they're doing, but it's like... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, no, she's a little early for her to know this because she doesn't know it when she's... Yeah, because even the, the thing with Vader, it's like... You know, when Vader first confronts her in A New Hope, she goes, we're on a diplomatic mission. And Vader's like, then where is the ambassador? Like, he's just like, like she's playing innocent and he's shaking her down. So if you go, oh, and I also kidnapped you when you were a child, which he wasn't behind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they got to like really, yeah. like they can't have Vader like trap Leia or anything. Now, granted, what Reva's doing, she's on her own. And Reva was the one that made those moves by herself. Right. But Vader, as brutal as Vader is, the Empire is still playing ball with the Senate at this time. So maybe Vader, I got to, well, first of all, I don't think Reva is going to live to the end of this series, uh, you know, this show. But I think Vader is going to do something where he actually makes it look like he rescued Leia or, you know, keeps his hands clean from this whole kidnapping Leia thing. Just because of the. Oh, because he has to for. The politics. Uh, I, politics are still kind of. I don't, I don't of a, think he's worried about saving. I don't know if he's worried about saving face because, you know, he was running through that town, beating the crap out of everybody pretty good. Yeah, you know but I mean? uh, a Senate's different. Like, if you're, like, that's almost being like a brutal military. Still bad. I don't know. It just, uh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. It just seems like they still, just because of the way the Inquisitors were like reacting to the Leia thing. They're like, you kidnapped the Senator's daughter? Are you crazy? You know what I mean? Maybe Vader doesn't care as much. Yeah, they're expecting her to, so so is somebody expecting him to. But here's the other part. You might be right, like, okay, Vader's too pissed to care, but the Emperor could be like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he might put his hands down. And be like, I, I hear you, but yeah. I, 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 I think I just, I think that he's the muscle. Yeah. I don't think that they're so worried about him. I think the emperor does his thing because you never heard, you know, you know, Vader's never looking to get ahead. That yeah. was never a thing. He's just looking for to be powerful. Yeah. And not powerful like Senate powerful. He's just looking to be powerful like kick butt powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he never. I don't. I don't recall him ever saying anything about that. And the last thing they're gonna do is try to tame him. You know. Yeah, well, he did rise to power, kind of, like, in the beginning, like, just, like, Tarkin's, you know, right hand, and then all of a sudden, like, he's making more commands, and he's telling people to land stuff, and, you know, 
and he had a yeah. desire. You know, even in episode three, he goes, "My new empire, I brought security to my new empire," and you know, he's had that thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you he know, did have. But right now, yeah. he's all about this Obi Wan thing. This Obi Wan thing, and once again, it goes back to it's like, yeah, this is what these guys need to work this out. Not saying they're going to be best buds, but I'm saying they got stuff to get out of their system before they're more the relaxed older guys you see in A New Hope. You know what I'm saying? You don't just chop a guy's yeah. legs off and he goes, oh, look, now I am the master. You know what I'm saying? You you get dragged <laughs> across the fire. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. But I think the, the turnabout is going to be, and I think it's going to have to do with either with something with Qui-Gon or maybe Leia or something is, Obi-Wan's going to start to have to make peace with this stuff because I think and Vader, him knowing that Vader's alive too also jeopardizes you know a lot of what's going on with Ben because now he's there with Leia he knows Leia's the daughter you know he's he's watching over Luke just assuming Anakin's yeah, dead that, yeah. so all this so it's like how does he's got to get back a Tatooine without Vader knowing where he goes you know what I'm saying so it's going to be, yeah. and the funny thing is, is we know these guys live, but it's still intense. That's the beauty of the show. Yeah. Like you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, they both make it out of there. You're like, you know, you're still like biting your fingernails. Like, oh man, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, um, it's episode three. Yeah. And it's almost really more like episode two because, you know, the first two were back to back like they were. Yeah. And they're, you know, like this was like, you could have showed this to me and told me it was the final episode of it. Yeah, and I would have been like, "Wow, what a what a great finale!" Yeah, and it's like, "Nope, we're just getting started." Yeah, that could have been it. Um, like <laughs> eight episodes. Yeah, that could have been it. The end. I'm like, "Wow, I, that was I awesome!" What, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think what it's going to be. It's um, it's the story is okay. How's Ben going to get you know come to terms with this and you know come out of his shell and everything and stop because like you know he's living a pretty sad life. Yeah. At the moment, like there's a few things I forget what it was, but there's something. Uh, I think when I was talking to the other Jedi or the girl that was helping the Jedi's, you're like, oh man, what a sad, you know, thing he's got going on. Yeah, you know, where she asked him some question, and and just you know, the actor is great. You, you know, you and McGregor you just read so much with so yeah, you and McGregor, yeah. you just read so much into him with with so few words. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what a you know, what a terrible existence. And then uh, I think it's going to be him. And all he has to do is plant this. I think how it's going to end. It isn't going to be because obviously Vader's not going to turn around and become a nice guy. Yeah. Because we we see what happens with him later. But he's going to be the one that plants the seed, and they're going to somehow insinuate that what happened, that how Vader does eventually turn good for five minutes, and then everything's cool. I guess <laughs> that he killed all those people. <laughs> but I think that's going to be that is going to turn out somehow. Ben planted the seed into his head. You know what I mean? To get to where to where you think like oh that's why he killed the emperor that's that you know he probably remembered what ben said at that moment or something maybe to a point maybe to a point uh, and the reason why i say this is and granted dave filoni isn't in charge of everything okay but i'm just going with things he said that's like a tra uh, trains of thought okay so going back to the ahsoka vader fight and Vader's mask gets like sliced and he goes, Ahsoka. And then like all of a sudden he goes, then you will die. But he goes, so Dave Floney says, and this is relevant, but Dave Floney goes, no, he just said it out of shock. Like suppose you get hit in the head real hard. It's And then he just retreats, Anakin retreats back into Vader. He goes, and but the part that's relevant that he goes, 
I can't have it that Anakin pulls uh, that Ahsoka. You can't rob that from Luke. Now, maybe it's a little different uh, for Obi Wan. Maybe the train of thoughts a yeah, little different for Obi Wan. But it might. There might be some perspective put on Vader or something, or maybe some acceptance. I, I don't know. That that's a very interesting thing because what what yeah, stops this hunt? There doesn't have to be anything. There doesn't have yeah. to be anything with, with Vader. Yeah, It'll Vader. Be, not, yeah, Obi Wan yeah. can just get out of there, and it's it's more Obi Wan's growth. I mean, it is called Obi Wan Kenobi, so maybe it's all about Obi Wan's growth. Yeah, and on that line, you know what? It could make him stop looking for him. Maybe Obi Wan kicks his ass again. Maybe it's just one nice good beating. Yeah, you know, where he puts him through the, the fire again. Yeah, and, you know the guy who's been through the fire once it happens again. You're like, all right, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm sure he, I, he's got a little, Yeah, that's what it is. I bet that's gonna be it because he's got some PTSD himself. You got to think. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, but and that's what I'm like saying. We're something. Yeah, we're on something because something's <laughs> going to happen. Because what, what, and not saying every question has to be answered, but yeah, something. What's gonna happen that that that. They have that fight, and Obi Wan gets out of there, and Vader is not on that Obi Wan mission anymore. You know, does it like turn yeah. his focus? Some stuff happened in the storyline. He turns his focus somewhere else. Does he think Obi Wan died? Maybe he thinks Obi Wan possibly died. You know, some something to that effect. You know, what I mean, that he's definitely not getting a Tatooine. I still believe that. Like, there's no way Vader gets on Tatooine and does not sense his son. You know what I'm saying? But. He's yeah. he's met with Luke and not sent uh, Leia and not sent her. So who knows? I could be wrong about. It. It's very very cool stuff. Interesting to see because Leia is very close to yeah. the vicinity. So that's that is very suspenseful, and it's going to make it suspenseful for Obi Wan too. Because he's like, okay, now it's not just me about me being here with Leia. I'm here with Leia and her dad. It <laughs> was really pissed. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, like this could get really messy. How about some of the uh, some of the fun stuff there was in the episode? Like, um, how about the robot loader guy? Oh, when he had that him. that sledgehammer, that was cool. Yeah, I like that. That was <laughs> so cool. Yeah, and just the way he was, he held it. They, they did this with a different robot too. Just just his posture through the whole thing, where they're questioning him, and he's got his head up just a little bit. Yeah, and he's like probably doesn't understand, but you look at him, it's like, nah, some dude was in my face with that look that, that guy's got right now. It's like, no, he is. You know what I mean? He's like, just he waiting just, for me. He he's waiting on me to like make him yeah. move, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like um the UFC guys when they put them, you know, they do the the thing for the pictures. Oh where yeah, they yeah. Get right in each other's face. Yep. It was reminding me of that. Like imagine like that, and them being like, oh no, he's fine. He's harmless. He's not gonna hurt you. And the guy's like you know, shaking his fist at you and stuff. Like, that's what it felt like. You just, like, a common, cool thing. That was awesome. Pay-per-view, droid versus trooper. Yeah. You gotta love the droids. The droids are the best thing. You know, that every season, it's like, okay, who's gonna be... You gotta have a cool droid. You gotta have a cool, like, um, Chewbacca. They had the oh, the Wookiee. They're very smart about certain things because what they know is, I think what they're, they're... You can make a cool character and then just, you know, it's almost like... Let's decide, oh, he's destroyed. Here's his personality. You don't have to replicate C-3PO or Chewbacca, but you could say, yo, here's a Wookiee. Yeah. What's this Wookiee like? Here's a droid. What's this droid like? And it's just, it's it's really easy. You don't, you know, you don't have to make yeah. the next. And what happens is you accidentally make the next lovable character. You know what I mean? Like K2SO from Rogue One. That was like, you are being rescued now. Or that um, uh, Black Kersantan from Boba Fett, like, 
the Boba Fett's all gone, but all of a sudden, you know, you're watching Mandalorian next year, and all of a sudden, Black or Sand shows up, and be like, yes, you know what I mean? You just made yeah. another character. That's the fun of what's happening yeah. now. They're making more memorable characters, which is really cool. And yeah, and they're doing them all very good, and they don't feel like they're forced. You know what? That's probably why Jar Jar paved the way for everyone. He took all the heat for okay, let's try to stuff this, you know, fun-loving character down everyone's throat. Yeah. Match, you know, the loving Muppets we had before, and, and everyone rejected it, you know, and then they had a few other things, I'm sure, since. And then, but now it's like they're past all that. Everyone accepted those movies. Everyone's happy to see the show. The shows were good. So they're just like busting out, you know, characters left and right. And it isn't just, and it isn't just fun loving one, just like aliens. Alien senators in some of the shows are are coming out. You're like, wow, that guy's really cool. Yeah, you make you can make funny ones, but you just you know some things are just sometimes things are too much. I'll tell you, I'll give you a good example. Is like even three PO. Three PO has always been like neurotic and like kind of funny, but just you know more of like his nervousness and his person. Like, oh, dude, don't do that. Oh no, we've been shot. But there was um yeah an attack of the clones. I, I said this to Kaim when we did uh, our attack of the clones. I was like. Like Jar Jar's got nothing on C3PO in that droid factory. That actually made me mad. Cause I'm like, make like he's just like he's getting his head knocked off. He goes, Oh no, look at him. he's like, oh, and he gets his head mixed up and everything. Like it was like, no, 3PO. <laughs> we said, 3PO, you're too good for this, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> like this is way beneath you, man. You're like, you don't need to be yeah. doing this. But things like that, you know, even a yeah, you don't need to be slapstick. You could be funny or silly, but like uh, you know. But yeah, all these things are lessons learned. You can't it can't you can't be hitting home runs all the time. You're not going to learn unless you make mistakes. But what this show is doing is yeah, this there's less pressure. There's less yeah. pressure with the show to do them. Yeah, because there's been enough of them. It isn't like before where it was no, you had to wait ten years to see one. Yeah, and it costs fifty billion dollars to make. You know what I mean? And like this is what you got. These are the five characters you got. I hope you like them. And that was yeah. just like you got now with these shows. I'm loving how they're doing these as shows. Yes. It works so much better. Something about um sci-fi works so good as a show versus um a movie, you know, because you could just like the worlds are so cool. It's like, okay, let's just tell a new story in this world. Like, why have you just be in this world for an hour and a half? Go yeah. through all the trouble of making this universe and all these different species of aliens. And then you get this you know, it gets five minutes of screen time. Yeah. It's like, no, you could like make a cool and dynamic character but make him um, a robot and he's just loading. He's just supposed to be loading stuff, but it turns out that no, he's not. He's, you know, he's, he kicks some butt, you know? Yeah. He could really go a little more, really get more creative and, and branch out and do some fun stuff. Well, even think about uh Mandalorian. I mean, you could have went with just like, let's just do a Boba Fett show and not even done Mandalorian. But the point was, is since it was a character, you didn't know, you didn't really have expectations. It was just more like, oh, let me get to know this character. And they didn't even start folding yeah. in the other Star Wars stuff. I mean, it is little stuff, but not the big Star Wars stuff until like season two, where they started doing Ahsoka and Luke. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. But the first episode, the first season was just like raw. And I think it was just more like it was like, okay, here's the setting. We're in this world. I have a story to tell. Let's tell this story. Yes, and I think somebody else. Yeah, and I like, like the Mando stuff better than the the. I like the Mando stuff better than the Easter eggs and from the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, with with that show, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, like the actual, it's like, Din Djarin, well, that's how it was with Boba Fett. You're watching Boba Fett from Returning the Jedi. You're finding out how he survived a Sarlacc pit, and all of a sudden, the, the, everybody's like, hooray, when, when Din Djarin shows back up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, this, yeah. this guy we really know. Because when the truth comes to it, yeah. we just know him better. Like, we're just like, this is the guy we've been hanging out with the last few years before. You know, it's like, oh, welcome back, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And but that's a tr- but that was that paved the way for everything else with this TV. But yeah, like this this Obi One like this instead of it like being like okay we got to get from point A to point B to point C, it's like ooh what's like think about it the three episodes what's still out there besides the obvious like Obi One and Vader fighting again. There's still like the Leia stuff and the Rava stuff. Like how are all these pieces gonna fall into place? And you know everybody gonna come together? Yeah, yeah Ben's truly in a deep dark place. And yeah, he's truly. And he's truly scared of of um, Vader, and and now like I am too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like after he came out. Yeah. So it's like even just him, like okay, how is he going to get you know overcome this to where he can like you know keep on living? But he was he was he had had PTSD before. Yeah. You know, and now he's got this guy coming after him. Like, how is he going to be able to you know become an old man, and you know. And, and survive that long you can see okay just just getting out of the hole even if he phases doesn't phase vader at all even if he just loses vader yeah just to see him get out of that hole to whereas okay he could live until he's 60 and you know meet luke how's he gonna get that far that in itself's a journey yeah i, I think he was like half-heartedly watching luke or just like not really knowing what his plan was he might realize since vader's out there he might like because I think Anakin was always more naturally powerful than Obi-Wan. Even though, you know, back in episode three, their skill, like Obi-Wan outskilled him and now he's rusty. But point being is Obi-Wan might be a little more focused on what he's going to do with Luke and maybe even think Leia, you know, down the road or whatever, but at least be like, okay, now I have to, instead of me just being miserable and watching this kid to make sure he's safe. No, I need to like, be ready to like there's more of a determination like i these kids i think these kids might be able to take anakin down because i can't that kind of thing you know what i mean like i think his kids might be powerful enough to do it so and then it becomes that more like relaxed focused and i really think qui-gon is going to set him straight too i think qui-gon is going to kind of put him at peace with things you know it'd be interesting what if qui-gon appears not to him but to vader that would be cool Maybe too. That's they keep they keep teasing you, making you think that because they did set it up a few times. You said it, or we're like, oh, I kept thinking Qui Gon was going to show, and they set it up where you're like, oh, here it comes, and they're good about that. They set it up a few times. They set it up with the, um, Ben also, where you thought yeah. he was going to pull out the lightsaber, and then it turned out to be a gun, and you're like, eh. yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's interesting too because I, I didn't realize the Qui because the Qui Gon Anakin relationship. You know what I mean? That, that was, was like a relationship and that was bigger. Yeah. yeah. That was the, the, um, yeah. That was like a father figure. You know what else? I think that we're seeing the thing with, I don't think it's going to be so much that Ben is like, he turns it around because he wants to save this cute little kid, not just because she's the kid. And mm-hmm. I do like your idea of like, okay, he sees potential in these two kids. Yeah. But also he had a thing with, um, with her mom, the mom that died, Padme. Yeah. Not like not a thing, but you know, they, like you could see that he loved her and there's there i thought that in the movies yeah they were family with her but just loved her yeah they were family they went through three movies together they went through three movies together he's the one at her hospital bed with her 
So I think when he's looking at him, I don't think he's looking at him like Anakin's kid, and I don't think he's dropping off toys like Anakin's kid. I think it's, he's like he's thinking Padme. When yeah. He's, um, when he's looking at these kids, and I think that is what's going to be. Heck, Padme might even show up and be. Yeah, I bet Padme is his uh, is his vision. Maybe he'll reach out to her instead of Qui Gon. You know, it's Aha. they, but they could do something where <laughs> Vader sees like a ghost of Padme, just to like, just like a vision, kind of like Vader saw the vision of Anakin, and just make that presence. There was so much said in yeah. that two second scene that the importance of that scene was. I'm not. It's not just a suit. I'm. I'm messed up by just the thought of confronting Anakin again like this this has been haunting me like last episode I was rolling around in my sleep thinking about Anakin so it's like that's enough was haunting him and then he's just like in shock and taken aback from the Vader thing and he's not just running from Vader like I'm scared he's trying to get Vader away from Leia he wants Leia to get to yeah but as he's watching Vader slaughter people on the way, and it was so funny because, like I said, the, the little said, like, you could just read the scene without having to say things. It wasn't like, I'm going to keep killing people till you show up, Obi-Wan. It's like, we're not dumb. We know. <laughs> you know, we, we can tell yeah. Obi-Wan realizes this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obi-Wan's like, I got to get yeah. out of there and get out of this, get him away from this town. And just. um. Yeah, before the show started, I was thinking that um, I was just assuming that, OK, this is going to be 10 years later. So he'll know. Vader's out there doing whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, he didn't know Anakin was dead all this time. Yeah. Or Anakin was alive all this time. So it's like, okay, well, you know, he still knows Vader's out there kicking ass. Is he, does he know that he's Vader now? And it's like, no, he didn't even see Vader yet. You know what I mean? Like, I figured, I just assumed Vader would be like a big presence and everyone would know yeah. who he was already. But yeah, so that's like completely new to him. Yeah, especially because he's in the outer rim, and they they've established that in uh, New Hope how Tatooine is just like removed from everything. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. like nobody knows about nothing there. Like you know when even when they were like uh, I thought the Republic outlawed slavery, and Anakin's like, well, this, the Republic doesn't exist out here. You know, Watto, the Republic credits are no good out here. All that stuff. It was it's all been you know, it's off the grid. Tatooine, but I always assumed yeah. like all Obi Wan needed to hear was the name Vader because he knew Anakin was calling himself that. So if he would have just heard, like overheard somebody mention Darth Vader, that's what I thought was going to happen, and that was going to draw him out. Like, oh, I have to go finish what I started. Was actually happening this way of storytelling is just like amazing. Like I didn't, I couldn't have predicted yeah. it going down like this. I just thought it would be a little more dramatic and uh, reminiscent of the other confrontations of these two, but I like this better. This it feels more natural. It's just it's 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 being told very well. Yeah. Oh, there was one big, big thing too is the mention of the brother. Yeah. Obi Wan's brother. Did you catch that? Yeah. That they're setting something up there. Who is that brother going to turn out to be? I, I think yeah. it's going to be Mace Window. What do you think? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because you could have just said the mother and the father, but you said the brother. No, they they went out of their way. Yeah. They went out of their way to say that he's going to be somebody. You know, all yeah, all the all the pieces are in place. Um, you got Raven with Leia. You got um, just the idea of them showing that kind of underground Jedi railroad opens a lot of doors of cool. like who we could possibly see. You know what I mean? There is a like Ahsoka 
is alive at this time. She hasn't confronted Vader, but she could like meet up with Obi Wan because Ahsoka's got some history with like the Rebels. But anything's anything's open. Like I I wouldn't be surprised at anything. But I I, I mean I would be surprised because that fight surprised the hell out of me. So uh, and we're only in yeah. the third episode. So we got at least one more fight coming between these two. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, Bob, always a pleasure having you here. Yeah, buddy. And we'll see you guys.